Hello and welcome back to my podcast. Um, On today's episode, I want to dive deep into my journey with plant medicines and my preparation and my practices that allow me to truly integrate the medicine. Um, And I want to share a bit about how this path of plant medicines was something I never expected to be on. Um, Coming from the uh, culture I grew up in and just the person that I used to be, it's crazy that like even sometimes every day I kind of pinch myself that I'm even doing this deep ass work with um, the honor of sitting with such medicines that really truly um, push you to a whole other level of power and strength so yeah um well thank you for listening to my podcast and um if you like the episode you can go and leave a review and leave a comment or share it with your friends and family if if you feel like it will resonate with someone who is planning on sitting with plant medicines or is interested in the whole topic of it um, because it's truly fascinating work and it can be very different if you are unfamiliar with it. So yeah, um, well, I kind of want to go back to how I was (laughs) prior to my awakening and prior to plant medicines. Um, I grew up in a very Jewish um, traditional house and um, I grew up to be a very Jewish woman. (laughs) I was raised to be um, Jewish in all ways and to always be around Jewish people and to learn the Jewish way and to be a good Jewish woman, which means, you know, marry young and have kids and be Jewish. (laughs) And um, I tried actually tried doing that um, at a very young age, at 18, and uh, it didn't work out at all. And yeah, my life just kind of um, went the other direction. Um, I was healing from a, a really bad breakup. My When I was 18, I got married um, to a Jewish man, and it turned out to be a really abusive and toxic relationship, and I ran away. And it took me like four years to heal from that trauma. And in some way, I'm really grateful for the the deep pain and the deep shit I ate from that guy because it led me to my awakening and it led me to plant medicines and everything that I am now. Um, So yeah, I just, in some place, like, I was just really bitter and really angry and in victim and constantly hating and blaming. Um, And at 23, I just realized that I don't know, I had a breakdown, literally broke down into tears and got so angry that I ended up like breaking my like finger and I just was in a really bad place and I realized that something needed to change and it's really just up to me and nothing, no one or nothing can come and rescue me from the shit storm that was going on in my heart and in my soul. And at that moment, um, I decided that I was going to meditate. Um, that I was going to start small, that I was going to commit to five minutes a day for three weeks and meditate, just sit there with some nature sounds and just breathe. And 
uh, I didn't know what to expect and it was really uncomfortable in the beginning you know your face to sit with your emotions and your face to sit with yourself in a way that we're not really taught to do society and everything around us teaches us to run and numb and just not be able to be with ourselves and um, yeah so I, I stuck it out for the first three weeks and I just never really stopped um, and after the three weeks I added more and more time and now it's about three and a half years that I've been meditating and it's a it's a practice I practice every single day because it has opened me up to spirit <laughs> it really allowed me to first before connected me I mean I think I was always connected I think our souls are always connected to the universe and to God or whatever to nature to everything that is to this oneness we're always connected but once you allow yourself to have the space to really sit with yourself and start to just breathe and calm your nervous system and start to see your thought forms and the way you speak to yourself and the way you just are in your internal world it really allows you to understand yourself on a deep level and to understand what is holding you back and what is hurting you and what is serving you and what isn't. So it just opened up like a portal to really understand myself and how much work I need to do. And you know that the more I did that, the more I, I read too, I, I, I still do to this day. I'm just so curious about how I can grow more and how I can face my shit. And I think that led me to plant medicines, um, which is so weird because I was always such a little square. <laughs> um, besides smoking cigarettes, I've always, I, that was my vice and still is. And I mean, I don't smoke anymore, but it's still always something that I love. But um, growing up, I didn't smoke weed, I didn't drink, I didn't do any of these things. I was always so afraid of it. And I started going to festivals when I was 21. And um, I people around me would just, you know, do the drugs or the psychedelics or the things in front of me. And I was like such a good Jewish girl and like so terrified of it. I was like, never, oh my God, this is so bad. You're like selling the soul, your soul to the devil. Because I didn't know, I didn't have the knowledge. I thought it was like just the worst thing in the world. But... Um, yeah, that obviously changed. Um, but I like remember like swearing to myself that I would never try it. But um, when I had my spiritual awakening in December, I think of 2018, yeah, we're in 2021, 2018 or 2019, whatever, 2019, uh, yeah, whatever, 18 to 19. Um, you know, that those six months of me just doing some deep ass work. Um, I went to a festival in um, Camp Pisco um, in Pennsylvania and I was there with an ex-partner and I had the opportunity to try um, MDMA for the first time and then acid and LSD. Um, and I felt like I was ready because I felt like at this point um, I have a connection with with myself and I kind of understand my mental space and I have less fear and I know that like if I, I'll be okay so I, I did that um I tried MDMA for the first time and it was the most beautiful experience I've ever felt in my life and then acid which was beautiful and really hard at the same time but that's when I was really um introduced and that was my first couple of times and then um I'm fairly really new to plant medicines and by no means am I saying I'm an expert or I know anything because I don't. 
I know my own experience, but um, last April, my, um, my ex-partner, he introduced me to psilocybin, which is my own personal favorite medicine that I sit with traditionally, ritualistically quite often. But he introduced it to me, and from there I just started doing some deep work. It really allowed me to um, see my traumas and see my fears and really see where it's coming from and my, my conditioning and like how much it was making me so angry and so fearful and really holding me back and, and taking away my peace. And the more I sat with it, the more um, I was able to heal it and quickly right after um, being introduced to psilocybin ayahuasca just came to me I mean she really just came to me Um, I I had heard of her um, you know from like documentaries and things like that but not too too much and I always thought that I would sit with her but I never thought it would be this soon I thought it would it would be like sometime when I'm like 30 or 35 somewhere in Peru so like in the far just like distant future but she found me and and I knew that when she found me like I didn't hesitate I just said yes because I knew that the foundational work that I was putting in through my rituals and my practices every single day is the reason that I'm here so quickly to um really sit with my shit and really see it and surrender to whatever it is that I don't know like I knew that there was some reason that she was calling me like I felt ancestrally that I was being pulled by like my grandmother from my mother's side who passed away um for some like deep message for myself as to why I feel so much pain and like whatever was holding me back um so I just knew and I said yes immediately um but I think that what I want to say first is um both in general in life and before sitting with plant medicines because really life is a ceremony literally every day um it is so it's so significant to your own growth to have practices for yourselves to have the awareness to to feed your soul your mind your spirit and your body the things that will benefit it if not now later and if you know that you are feeling called to meditate or if you're feeling called to journal and if you're feeling called to work out and do and to do all the things that your soul is trying to lead you to do and you are feeling resistance to not doing it it's it's understandable i mean it's it's your ego trying to hold you back to keep you in a safe and comfortable space but if you follow that instant instinct and if you just um allow yourself to start off small first to just start dipping your feet in the water there is some deep messages that are trying to come to you there is a deep um call for you to understand yourself and to do this work to become better for you and to have and gain more awareness and to discover a way of living that is truly awake that is different like it's just so different than sleeping um and these rituals and these like these um practices that you cultivate for yourself will will lead you to places that your soul wants you to go to go and travel to people that your soul wants you to meet to the right places for your growth for what your soul truly wants you to be doing um so yeah this is this is why i think it's so important for people to 
start listening to that calling, whatever it is, and to start off small. Start off with five minutes a day for three weeks. And like, cause like anything that you want to start off, you know, like if you want to start running, you're not going to go on a 10 mile run. Like that's not going to be healthy or good. It's, it's, it's literally counter productive. Um, so you start off small, right? You start off with a mile or two miles and you slowly, slowly gain the intensity. So the same thing with meditation or journaling or reading or like giving yourself the space to really just be with yourself and like honor yourself and like not give to anyone else start off small and feel your way through and and go for the thing that's calling you it's easy to go and run to your phone to run to netflix to run and lay in bed and run to eat sugar and all these things that are really hurting you in the long run and even in the moment um but i understand that it's tough i remember in the beginning um that it's just different. It's just a different way of living. And I mean, I just felt, I just honestly just felt so called to this work that once I started meditating and reading and just understanding and diving deeper into this work, um, I've just fully like thrown myself into, into it because I'm honestly like, feel like this is what we're here to do. This is our soul. Our soul is here to live the human experience and we are here to live consciously and awake so that we can live to our highest potential so that we can serve from our highest potential so that we can truly live because we're all imprisoned by our egos and imprisoned by our traumas and our conditioning and our culture and our foods and our society like everything that is around us comes from deep pain and trauma um, from good intention and bad intention but either way I mean we carry so much trauma in us and we have all these tools these vices and these like slithering things around us calling us to do the thing that feels good right now but may hurt you later like you know <laughs> I could go for it like just watching TV all day and just neglecting the body and neglecting the soul and not being in nature and not being with the sun and not connecting to what is like this universal presence of just like God and love and what we actually are because we are so fucking divine and society's and culture that we are in teaches us that we're not that we're just here we're just another number and this is so not true yeah, I went on a tangent to a completely different place, but yeah, that's where I went. Um, to get back to how um, important the rituals are, um, if I hadn't had these practices in place, um, I honestly don't think that I would have been led to ayahuasca or I would have been able to really understand her lessons and um, be with it. Um, I. I knew that um, I'd know how to kind of break apart the messages that were coming through and I used a lot of just like meditation and journaling and lots of crying. I mean, that's another thing. <laughs> I mean, this is just my own personal thing. I am like such a freaking feeler. I feel everything on such a deep level. Sometimes it's like, it's like annoying and kind of hard to deal with because it's like, it's not the best timing to be crying like this. Um, I feel everything, like happiness and sadness and joy and bliss and whatever for myself and for others and for the earth so deeply that um, it just really allows me 
to feel everything deeply so that I can actually heal it. I don't know if it's quicker, but to like the deepest of extents for myself. Um, and that's pretty much what happened after Aya. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I mean, it was the, it was a really hard experience for me sitting in my ceremonies. Um, and I mean, the ceremonies were hard, but they weren't the hardest part. And I'm sure that if you are interested in plant medicines and if you heard or watched some do documentaries, you hear often that um, the work comes after. And this is, this is really, the ceremony is the easier part and the integration process is more of a hard one. Um, and for me, for about up until recently, like up in, even a little bit now, but like up until now, yes, um, I've been going through really like the dark night of the soul and my whole construct of like everything that I knew, all my conditioning and like the way that I would think and the way that I would treat myself, like everything just broke. And I had to really just surrender and understand um, that what the medicine was showing me was that she put a direct mirror in front of me to show me how much I've been hurting myself and how my thought process like hurts me and how the way I talk about myself and the way like all these things the way I treat myself has been so abusive and that I need to do the work to love myself on such a deeper level than I thought that I had gotten to before so yeah the integration is everything and allowing myself to cry and kind of freak the fuck out and meditate and read and journal and do happy cultivate a, a, a relationship with other plant medicines that help you understand it I mean all these practices that I have have really allowed me to understand her messages and to actually integrate them and listen to my intuition and not be afraid to fully embody what spirit is calling me to do um yeah and I think that a lot of people think that these medicines are just like a one-time fix and they're just going to come into your life and take away everything and everything's going to be amazing and there's no work for you to do but that is 1000% false all of it is the work that you need to do the entire experience is you having to put in work which is why I think it's so important for people to have practices for themselves to be able to take the space to understand themselves one before they even sit with these ceremonies like really understand all of you like why you think this way questioning your thoughts questioning your ego questioning your feelings like all these things are so important like to really be able to make change and decide how you want to be um and yeah, so I think that it's so important to do that before and especially after so that you can just have a deeper connection to the medicine and communication with the medicine and be able to actually integrate the work and like if she showed you something that you need to change, if you need to cut certain people out of your lives, your life and, and set some really create like healthy boundaries that might be hard to do because boundary setting is really hard to do you'd have the power to do so so that you can make that lasting change in your life even though it's uncomfortable because this is what the medicine teaches you that the uncomfortable thing that you do now is the thing that will help you the most later again like meditation it's uncomfortable now or in the beginning working out is uncomfortable now or in the beginning or whatever but it's leading you to somewhere so much better and it's creating new neural pathways in your mind and you're literally changing your entire self like physically mentally and spiritually so
that's why I'm so passionate about um, speaking about the preparation and the integration of these medicines because so many people go to it and you know if they're not having a solid foundation to to experience this fully to really make some massive change it's just going to be another experience it's just going to be another trip or it's just going to be another like cool little experience that you had like a spiritual freaking I don't know roller coaster ride okay it's just it just does a disservice to yourself and to the medicine and I think that to fully honor this work there's a butterfly flying right next to me spirits with me um you have to um really surrender and do the work before after during and always and uh, if not you're just not you're gonna I feel like you're just gonna end up being really confused um so yeah I mean I just feel really called to learn this medicine all of the medicine um and to surrender myself to the discomfort um, and, and learn my new power. Yesterday I sat with um, a couple of sacred medicines. Um, I sat with Cambo, which is a um, frog, sec- frog medicine. It's secreted from the Amazonian frog. It's non-psychoactive, it's a purgative, and it cleanses the energetic, physical, mental, spiritual body in all ways. Um, and um, I had the intention of letting go of fear and anxiety and it's not a comfortable experience at all I mean the whole experience is um, you get up to two to how many dots you want five or six I had two two dots burned onto your skin and the um, the frog um, venom (laughs) is put onto your skin and it goes exactly to where it needs to go to cleanse the panema or the negative energy in your body um, which is really holding a lot of space and is creating a lot of depression and anxiety and stagnancy and just dis-ease in the body and it gets it out through purge through throwing up or through going to the bathroom or crying or screaming or whatever it is and I've sat with this medicine twice before once before my Aya um, ceremony which was insane by the way um i didn't (laughs) expect to sit with cambo but i sat with it before aya and yeah that's a whole other story i'll have to explain later but it was so crazy um so the last two times i felt like i was kind of holding back the purge because i've been really kind of like fearful of throwing up um and that's something that kind of fucked me up during ceremony because i held in my purges (laughs) Um, which got me into loops but um, yesterday I felt like I got to this point um, that I was able to fully surrender I mean I was just sitting there over the bucket and it's the most I've ever thrown up and let go of ever and it's the clearest I've ever been in my headspace while sitting with with a medicine and like not feeling the need to like kind of like whine and moan like I did the first two times because I mean yeah it's uncomfortable it feels like shit but I was able to like fully be in it and be okay with my stomach killing me and throwing up like the most like disgusting energy ever but it was just it was just such a powerful experience to be able to really 
surrender, let go, and let the purge come out. I, I felt so much being let go of. And after, of course, because I cry so much, I had such an emotional purge. I cried so, 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 so hard. And then I went into nature and just understood everything um, that honestly, because of even honestly from working out and my practices like with running and, and starting my hot yoga practice um, it teaches you to be okay with the discomfort that you're feeling um, it really teaches you to like breathe into it and feel it and not identify with it and because of all of my practices I felt like I was really able to um, surrender and let go and trust and be okay and it's just a really empowering feeling to get to see a whole other side of power that I didn't know before. Um, but yeah, um, practices are important and I'm still learning so much. I am definitely not someone who thinks I know everything. I don't, but I just know what works for so many. And I think it's, it's having a sacred ritual practice for yourself because we are sacred souls and we need to honor our path and treat this life of like like it's a sacred life and and that we're here to do so much more and yeah I'm just really honored to be able to experience these medicines and to be so connected to it I feel so passionate about learning more and you know serving medicine in the future my dream and, and my goal is to marry the Western therapeutic modalities with the Eastern um, medicine practice. So I really feel called to being like this new age medicine woman therapist mama where I serve medicine and also hold space for you to like really pierce through all your shit and really face it and really learn to love it and step into parts of you you always knew you wanted to be but needed some help getting there to be you know like yeah um so i really believe that if the medicine is calling you then that you are there to to witness and to learn and to understand yourself on a deeper level and i think it's so beautiful that it's calling you and yeah, I mean, I really recommend having practices for yourself in general, like in life or even if you're not going to sit with medicine, it's such a it's such a different way of living. It's fully living. It's fully honoring yourself and understanding yourself and choosing to be different every day. You get to decide and you get to communicate with the universe and you get to play this game and and manifest things into your reality so quickly and understand what works for you and what doesn't what's in alignment and what doesn't what doesn't serve you um yeah um that is just what i really that's just what i really believe will help you to grow even more fast than you could you know why and that's that's the goal of really sitting with these medicines to make it a ceremonial and ritualistic practice um, because it is a sacred messenger from 
spirit from source trying to change you, shake your world up, and show you a whole new way of being. Whoa, I am having all these birds fly all around me and butterflies and dragonflies. All Okay, so I think that um, nature and Pachamama are in agreement with what I'm saying right now and with this message. So with that, I'm just going to say follow your heart. Like follow the call. Whatever it is that you feel called to do, just do it. Even if it's uncomfortable, even if it's fucking weird, whatever it is, just do it because it will get you one step closer to understanding and loving yourself and living fucking fully. And this is a message to myself as well because, yeah, we want to live our best lives. And to do that, we have to get still for a moment to hear the messages coming through us of what to do next. So give yourself some stillness. Go get some sunshine, sit under a tree, and ask for some guidance, and you will be divinely guided. I am sending you all my love, and if you have any questions about anything that I just spoke about, plant medicines, or how to start, or where to go, or my experiences, whatever, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram, on Wild Woman, Wild Soul, that's my Instagram handle, or Facebook, um, Cheval Maidenberg on Facebook, or yeah. Love you guys.